Hi, my name is Pamela Coons, Associate Professor of Medicine in the Division of Oncology at Yale School of Medicine and Yale Cancer Center. I'm excited to announce ASCO's new open access journal, JCO Oncology Advances. As the inaugural editor-in-chief, I hope to support JCO Oncology Advances to become the premier platform to bridge the gap between accessible scientific research and clinical care. Stay tuned for more information, including new article types, at ascopubs.org forward slash JCO Oncology Advances. We look forward to seeing your submissions in spring of 2024. This JCO podcast provides observation and commentary on the article, Atezolizumab anti-PD-L1 in metastatic renal cell carcinoma, long-term safety, clinical activity, and immune correlates from a phase 1A study by McDermott et al. My name is Brian Reaney, and I'm a professor of medicine at the Cleveland Clinic Lerner College of Medicine in Cleveland, Ohio. My oncologic specialty is medical oncology. Metastatic renal cell carcinoma has long been considered a malignancy responsive to immune manipulation. This belief is grounded in clinical data of the historically modest effect of interferon alpha and the potential for cure in a small subset of patients treated with high-dose interleukin-2. Unfortunately, however, Meaningful and durable benefit from immunotherapy has been confined to a very small percentage of the overall population. In recent years, more sophisticated immunotherapy has emerged, targeting immune checkpoint molecules, such as programmed DEATH1, PD-1, expressed on immune cells, or the ligand for PD-1, called PD-L1, to unleash a patient's inherent anti-tumor immune response. Kidney cancer has been among the malignancies where such agents are in advanced stages of clinical development based on early signals of activity. McDermott et al. report on a Phase 1A study of atezolizumab, a humanized anti-PD-L1 antibody. 70 patients with metastatic RCC received atezolizumab 10, 15, or 20 milligrams per kilogram intravenously every three weeks with primary endpoints of safety and toxicity. Expression of PD-1 was examined on tumor cells and also on tumor-infiltrating immune cells. In addition, plasma and tissue were analyzed for potential biomarkers of a tezolizumab response. The patient population was typical for a refractory metastatic RCC population and had received a median of two prior systemic therapies. This drug was generally well-tolerated as the maximum tolerated dose was not reached and no dose-limiting toxicities were observed. With a median treatment duration of eight months, there were 17% of patients with grade three adverse events, most commonly fatigue, and only 4% of patients with grade three immune-mediated events, including rash and hypothyroidism, with six patients requiring systemic steroids. There was evidence of anti-tumor activity with an objective response rate of 15%, 46% of patients having a reduction in tumor burden, and a progression-free survival of 5.6 months. The median overall survival was 28.9 months. The objective response rate was higher in patients with tumor-infiltrating immune cells that stained positive for PD-L1, with an objective response rate of 18 versus 9%. But there was no evidence of correlation between tumor PD-L1 expression and anti-tumor activity. Objective response rate was also higher, 22% in patients with Furman grade 4 or sarcomatoid histology. These data are interpreted in light of other checkpoint inhibitors being developed in renal cancer, most prominently the anti-PD-1 antibody nivolumab. Recent phase three data compared nivolumab versus an mTOR inhibitor, Everolimus, in refractory metastatic RCC. The objective response rate of nivolumab in this setting was 25%, 
progression-free survival 4.6 months, and overall survival 25 months. Of note, PDL1 expression on tumor cells was prognostic, as patients with tumors expressing PDL1 had a worse overall survival, but was not predictive of response to nivolumab. Infiltrating immune cells were not examined in the nivolumab trial. Thus, the predictive value of PDL1 expression is unclear at present. The negative data with nivolumab may reflect antibody characteristics or the cell population examined, and thus further work in this critical area is needed. The data regarding enhanced response with atezolizumab in PDL1 expressing immune cells in the McDermott study is encouraging, but not yet ready for clinical use. In the nivolumab phase 3 trial, subset analysis of patients with poor risk Memorial Sloan Kettering criteria generates a hypothesis of greater benefit from nivolumab in this patient subset. The atezolizumab higher response rate in high-grade or sarcomatoid tumors also supports a hypothesis that there is a distinct biologic subset of RCC tumors with an inflammatory phenotype that may have enhanced response to checkpoint inhibitors due to infiltration of pdl one expressing immune cells. This hypothesis requires prospective testing as we attempt to most efficiently apply these new drugs to patients most likely to benefit. The authors also looked at other potential predictive biomarkers such as circulating inflammatory molecules, CD8-positive T-cell infiltration, and RNA-based gene signatures. No definitive signals were generated, underscoring the complexities in dissecting the biology of response and resistance to these new agents. Atezolizumab has advanced to Phase two and three testing in advanced RCC and is being studied in combination with Bevacizumab. Combination with the VEGF inhibitor has rationale given the anti-tumor effect of VEGF targeting in RCC and also the potential suppressive effects of VEGF on the immune system. Nivolumab will likely gain regulatory approval in refractory RCC, and until then, use off-label in patients similar to the nivolumab phase 3 trial is reasonable. There are no data supporting the use of nivolumab in other settings, such as untreated metastatic RCC patients or in the adjuvant setting, and thus nivolumab should not be used in these settings outside of clinical trials. Checkpoint inhibitors, including atezolizumab, have clear anti-tumor activity in metastatic RCC. Studies to define predictive biomarkers are a top priority. Ongoing and future studies will hopefully elucidate how to best integrate these newer immunotherapies with existing VEGF-targeted therapy, provide insight into the clinical and biologic predictors of response, test the required duration of therapy, and investigate combination regimens that may increase susceptibility to checkpoint inhibitors. It is clear that the historical promise of immunotherapy in RCC is now being expanded to include more patients. This concludes this JCO podcast. Thank you for listening. For more original research, editorials, and review articles, please visit us online at jco.org. This production is copyrighted to the American Society of Clinical Oncology. Thank you for listening.